Welcome to the Magic Mindset Podcast, the podcast for anyone aiming to live in and embody your highest self and explore your full potential. Let's uncover the bullshit so we can discover the absolute magic of being you. Hello, and welcome back to the Magic Mindset Podcast. This is an episode I have wanted to make since the very beginning. And actually, this is kind of a special episode. This is a full year worth of episodes. I have missed a couple weeks. I believe definitely three, possibly four in total. But this marks episode number 52, which is kind of a really cool milestone. So yay, go me. And if you have been here with me through all 52 or some or most or even one, if this is your first one, thank you. I greatly 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 appreciate you I never um sometimes sitting down to do this isn't exactly easy right (laughs) it's not always easy and fun to do but knowing you know hearing how these episodes have connected with you what you've taken from them how they have helped it it really makes it all worth it and I know that sounds incredibly cheesy but I don't care because it's the truth. So thank you. Thank you for sharing space with me. Thank you for allowing me to do this. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of your life and your process and your growth. I do not take that lightly. I am just grateful isn't enough, but it's all I really have the words for. So thank you. Anyway, (laughs) I'll wrap up my big sap fast. If you were here with me right now, I would hug you, although that may be weird because as I record this, I have not yet been able to brush my teeth and I'm wearing my bra and underwear. So, you know, we keep it real around here. This is, it's when I do my best thinking is in the very, 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 very early morning. So I may not look my best, but this is when I am at my best. (laughs) Where the hell am I going with this? Anyway, let's get into the episode. This episode is an important one because it is something that I dealt with for so many years and it is something that I have seen literally every single, not 99%, 100% of the women I have been able to work with on a one-on-one capacity and in a group capacity, they've all struggled with this. This is a universal issue and that is what we think about the food we eat. Because here's my really, really hot take. They, diets, elimination protocols, clean eating, all that stuff, it's ruining our relationship with food. But it's not for the reasons you may think. The reason it is ruining our relationship with food is because it is ruining how we think about the food that we eat. So that's what we're going to dive into. How we can unfuck our brains around thinking negative thoughts around the food that we eat and why it is so incredibly important when it comes to feeling good in your body and yes, losing the weight that you are hoping to lose. Before we get into it, a little disclaimer. Are any foods bad? No. Unless the food you are thinking of or eating is rotten, moldy, or undercooked, it is not bad. It is just food. But are some foods complicated? Yeah, some foods are incredibly complicated. 
Does that mean that we should avoid those foods altogether, never eat them, place them off limits, and only allow ourselves to have them on special occasions or the weekend or during cheat meals? Um, absolutely fucking not. <laughs> it does not. What it means is we owe it to ourselves to pay attention when we eat them. And bringing it a step further, we owe it to ourselves to pay very close attention to how we feel when we eat them. But what we need to separate from that feeling is how we are thinking about them. Because again, no foods are bad. Some foods are complicated. And so what do I mean when I say some foods are complicated? Basically, to lump, you know, I'm making generalizations here, but to make this easy for both of us, when I say complicated, I mean processed. And all foods, well, not all foods, but most foods in our grocery store, you know, excluding produce and, you know, meats, well, even meats are processed to some level, but you know what I'm saying? Most foods are processed. Um, the bagel that I will have, you know, later on today is processed. However, is it as processed as other bagels? No, absolutely not. It is a wheat berry bagel. It is, you know, no flour. There's nuts. It's a fancy ass fucking bougie bagel, basically. You know what I'm talking about. Kind of bagel that you get in the refrigerated section that costs way too much fucking money for a bagel. But anyway, I like it. <laughs> is it processed? Yes. Is it as processed as a bagel that I would buy at Dunkin' Donuts or, you know, a white bagel that's in the, a traditional bakery? No, it is not. But they're processed. So obviously there's a spectrum here. And I am, when I speak of process, I mean more towards the traditional factory produced spectrum. So I'm thinking chips, cookies, baked goods, pretzels, bars, candies, um, you know, some foods that we would like tater tots, things like that. Things that we would traditionally think of, to be blunt, as bad. But again, they're not bad. They're complicated. And the reason why they're complicated is because they are made and manufactured in a way to make you want to continue to eat them, right? Like Lay's famously says, you can't have just one. Well, they're right. Because they are engineered in a factory with millions of dollars thrown at making them the perfect combination of sweet, salty, and fat where it makes it incredibly hard for our minds, our monkey little minds, to stop at eating just one, right? That's why cheese doodles, things like that, like you can eat the whole bag and never feel full because they are made in a way to allow you to do that. It's why Oreos, you can take down the whole sleeve because these things kind of dissolve in our bellies. And so we can just eat and eat and eat until we feel extremely full and we're like, oh, wait, what, when, when did that happen, right? So that is why they are complicated, but it still does not mean that they are bad. And there's a huge distinction there because when we view things as complex or complicated, we view them with curiosity. We view them with a different kind of awareness, not an awareness that keeps them off limits, but an awareness that makes us pay attention because that's what we need to do with these foods. We need to pay close attention to how our body feels when we eat them. And when we do that, really everything changes. But it's not enough to just pay attention to these foods. We also need to clean our slate with these foods because with so many of them, we have told ourselves stories about them. I saw this a lot when I coached Whole30. And that's 
you know, I probably should do an episode unpacking all that. But in short, I would see, and it's why I got away from the program. You know, I got away from my personal reasons, just real quick, we get into it because I don't want to leave you hanging. I hate when people do that. <laughs> I got away from it because I realized I was using the program as another way to restrict myself. I was thought I was healed, right? And I had, basically, I was very far in my healing relationship with my body. But I saw it as another way to manipulate my food intake that felt like safe, that felt holy, that felt like, ooh, look, like this is, this is new. This is like cool. This is whatever. And I didn't realize that until I had been, I think it was on like my second or third round. And I just, it just slapped me across the face one day. I was like, I am just fucking dieting. I am dieting and restricting. And this is fucking crazy. Why am I doing this? This is, this is not okay. And so, you know, that was kind of my personal evolution. But then on the professional side of that, I realized that people were just, one, using it as a diet, like like the vast majority. And when I say the vast majority, I mean every single person I coached with the exception of literally one person who probably should have been working with a doctor, again, other story, was using it as a diet. But in addition to that, I realized all the stories they were creating about food, all the stories they were telling themselves about food that just were not true. They were just what they thought they should be saying. And so in the program and in diet culture, I'm not just picking on Whole30, you know, that's not what I'm doing at all. But in just diet culture in general, you know, we demonize things like gluten, like gluten makes you tired, it makes you lethargic, it makes you bloated, it makes you crave other things, like on and on and on. And so that's what people started reflecting back to me. Well, gluten makes me, and I'm like, well, do you really know that? Do you really know that? Because you've been eating it for the last 20, 30, 40, 50 years of your life. At what point did you realize that? Oh, well, I read. No, okay, so did you realize that or did you read it somewhere, right? And so that's what we do with food a lot is we think it is going to do something. And so it's just like, and I've made this comparison before, so forgive me if you've heard, heard me make it, but it's just like when we go to the party and we tell ourselves the party's going to suck. Well, then the party's going to fucking suck, right? We, we made that happen. If we sit down to a meal or grab a snack or whatever and we say, mm, this is, I'm going to pay for this later. I'm going to pay for this. This is going to make me so bloated. This is going to make me so tired. This is going to make me have horrible cravings. This is, what do we think is going to happen? That is exactly what is going to happen, right? And so it's not enough just to pay attention to how these foods feel, but we have to unlearn everything we've ever told ourselves. And we need to come at it from a completely clear and curious slate. How is that muffin really going to make you feel? Does it mean that it won't make you feel possibly tired, cranky, bloated? No, I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying we can't just assume it is going to do those things because when we are assuming those things, that is what is going to happen 100% of the time. And we never want to make it harder on ourselves. Where our thoughts around food come in with diet and weight loss is when we are viewing foods as bad, keeping them off limits, what we do is when we allow ourselves to have those foods, we binge on them. We overeat them. 
we eat them like we're never going to have them again. And it makes sense because we have kept those off limits. We are telling ourselves these are only allowed on certain occasions. And so I better get my full, right? I I better get my share because this is, who knows when this is going to come around again. Also knowing damn well, it's going to come around again next Friday because those are the cycles we repeat over and over when we do that. And so what really, like really helped me greatly in creating a better relationship with the food in my body was, yes, no longer holding foods off limits, but also purposefully and I want to say carefully, but not carefully because like, again, it's not because these foods are bad, but careful because I had created such stories around these foods. It but basically with awareness, oh, do you hear that? That is my belly rumbling. I cannot wait to listen to the playback on my belly rumbling as we talk about food. Oh my goodness. Whatever. I'm going to roll with it. Anyway. So I was intentionally, that's a better word, intentionally eating the foods I kept off limits during the week. And I know that sounds really simple, but holy shit, did it make really, really, really powerful changes. A couple weeks ago, I had a, a friend, somebody I've worked with in a couple like coaching relationships. We've, we've had one call. She's done the Magic Mindset program. She's really just a rock star in changing her relationship with food and her body. But like anybody, she's still working through this, which let me be very clear. Like, I don't think this work is ever done. I don't think we get to some place where we're like, oh, okay, everything's fixed. Everything's fixed. I'm healed. I'm better. I'm whatever. I just, I don't believe that. I think, especially if you're somebody like myself who's just dieted and beat the shit out of herself for so many years, there's always going to be thoughts. There's always going to be stories. There's always going to be things that we need to address. And it is just how we choose to address them. But anyway, she texts me basically saying like, I'm eating dessert every single night. And I don't know if that is something I want to be doing. And I'm like, okay, well, let's, let's unpack it. Like what it, why, why do you feel that way? And we kind of had this conversation and she basically, we, she came to the realization that the reason she was saying, thinking that she shouldn't be eating dessert every night was just because of diet based programming, like diet based bullshit. And to be clear, I've said this a thousand times, I eat dessert every single night and I accredit that allowing myself to do so has taken my binges down to zero, which is something I never thought would be available to me ever. And I know that to be the case with so many other people who struggle with binge eating and restrictive eating and then overeating is when we allow ourselves to do these things, it takes their allure away, right? Like we are able to, like now I can sit down at night and I can cut myself a slice of key lime pie, which is my latest hyperfixation, and just really freaking enjoy it and then be done with it and move on with my evening as opposed to cutting myself a cute slice of key lime pie and then going, oh, fuck, I, I, I ate so much sugar, gluten, all this. Oh, my God, I ruined it. I might as well have another piece because tomorrow I'm not going to have any. You know how that goes, right? And so anyway, being intentional in allowing yourself to have foods that you have otherwise kept off limits for yourself in times when you have kept them off limits really allows you to be present with those foods and see if you even like them as much as you think you do. Because that is another realization you will have when you start really paying attention to how you feel when you eat these foods. You'll realize, oh, okay, these aren't that special. They aren't that great. I don't need another handful of these. I'm done. Like if I have another handful of these, 
I'm not going to feel any better. I'm, I'm going to feel worse. And so I'm going to stop. And that is, that is huge when you allow yourself to experience like that awareness. We overcomplicate food because we listen to stories from sources outside of ourselves instead of listening to our body, instead of paying attention to how our body feels. I've said it before and I will continue to say it. When you allow yourself to be mindful and present with your meals, literally everything changes. Everything changes. It sounds so simple, but I'm telling you it is so profound. All you need to do to change the stories you are telling yourself with food and to change the way you eat, which will change your physical being, it will allow you to release the weight you may have been holding on to, all you have to do is create space to be present with your meals, to sit down, to eat slowly, to put your fork down in between bites, and to really just feel yourself become full, to take a breath and just ask, okay, how am I feeling right now? How does this feel? Does this feel good? Am I feeling full? Is this feeling heavy? Whatever that may be, just pay attention because I am telling you, it will change everything. I'm going to tie this up because as I am trying my best to sound zen and chill, my star, who wants to start his own YouTube channel, is outside of my room stomping. <laughs> so we're going to tie it up. But as always, give me your questions. I am happy to help with this. And if you really want to explore this, because I'm telling you, it is going to change everything for you, check out the Magic Mindset program completely self-paced. You can do it on your own and it will change the way you view food and your body. And of course, I got a whole book on it too. 13 bucks, Amazon, not another diet book. Check it out. Give yourself that gift. Allow yourself to do something differently because a do a new process will create different results. And that's pretty amazing. So as always, you know where to find me. Hit me up in my DMs, send me an email, let's connect, make an appointment. And if you have not, Take a minute, rate and review this podcast. It would mean the world. I will see you back next week.